0: So I ran upstairs, I shut the door, and I locked it because it's going to be like a two-minute phone
1: call. Right. And she's I've screaming.
0: Been I can't believe I'm admitting this. She's screaming, and she's banging the door, and then she told my husband, Mommy, lock me in the basement. I was like, <laughs> you wouldn't let me talk on the phone. That was my solution. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to We're Momming Today. If you're listening on a smart speaker or website, make sure to find me, Lauren Simonetti, on your favorite podcast platform like Apple Podcasts, Google, TuneIn, and Stitcher. And don't forget to leave me a review. we momming today with Mina Lele, a mother of two and a smart mom at that. Also, medical researcher, background in chemical engineering. And uh, Mina, welcome.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: When your sons were diagnosed with severe food allergies, you don't have any food allergies. Nope. You decided, I'm going to become a businesswoman. I'm going to develop a peanut and egg line to introduce babies at a young age to allergens. That's correct. And help the situation, help my personal problem. That's correct. Um, I don't think most moms would think of doing that. Did you try everything else first? Because allergies are such an issue. I mean, if you go to bring in cupcakes for your kid's birthday at school, you have to put a list of every ingredient in the cupcakes. That's right. Or buy school-safe cupcakes. If you're on an airplane, they don't serve, and they ask you not to take out anything with with nuts in it because of severe allergies. How big of a problem is this?
1: I think it's a huge problem. I I think about it all the time, what... Obviously, you know my son is one of the people with food allergies, and obviously I don't want him to get hurt, but I also don't want the rest of the world to not be able to eat foods that are good for them just because some people are going to get hurt, and I do not I'm not sure how we figure out how to balance everyone's needs.
0: Is that what is happening, though? Moms aren't giving their kids
1: healthy foods because they're worried about the allergies? You know, it's funny you say that. So about 20 years ago when food allergies first showed up, doctors didn't know why they were why food allergies are rising. So they thought that the best thing to do was parents to delay introducing nuts and eggs and things like that to a year or three years old, right? Sounds safe, reasonable enough. And then it turned out that food allergy rates actually just started to spike even harder after that. Um, and then so that confused everybody. Mm-hmm. So they looked into it, they did some studies, and they realized that when babies are fed, peanuts, eggs, tree nuts, milk, wheat, all these things very early on and consistently as part of their infant diet, it drastically cuts their risk of developing a food allergy. Okay,
0: I get that. But you can't feed a baby cow's milk right. until they're one. Right. You can't give a baby a peanut. Right. Um, Like, how, how do you give a baby these foods that they might be allergic to at an early
1: age? <laughs> it's funny you ask that. That was the exact challenge, right? So my son, my older son, Laszlo, he develops all these food allergies. And then I find out, you know, there's something... There's something I could have done, and so I have my younger son, and I'm adamant. I'm I'm going to protect him from having food allergies, and that that was. It sounded so easy at first, right? The doctor was like, "Well, just feed him some eggs, you know, bake them and feed it to him." And I, was, you know, not, you know how you do that at pediatricians' offices. You just sort of nod ahead, yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes. And then I got I can home, bake an egg. Okay. Yeah. Then I got home and it. thought, what? How that? What? <laughs> how are you supposed to do that? Um, and so. From part of my chemical engineering degree is actually food science is part of chemical engineering. So I have a bit of a food science background. I took some classes in it. And um, so I actually sat there. I figured out how to do it for my son. So Mm -hmm. for my son, Kieran, I said, "Okay, well, this is what I'm going to do to prep all these foods ahead of time. I'm going to turn these foods into powders because then I'll be safe for him. I'll also be able to make sure he's getting the right amount of of it in each serving. And so I did that. And he doesn't have food allergies. I started him at five months. At five months, okay, and mm-hmm. he had
0: no reaction to anything that you did. Nope. And are the doctors convinced that your experiment um, is uh, a cure?
1: Well, it's not a cure. So just to be clear, okay, it's not a cure. So my older son Laszlo still has all his food allergies. Okay. It's not a cure for anyone. These uh, little mixins is not for anyone who has a food allergy. It's for babies to reduce their chances of ever developing a food allergy. And something you just mentioned is actually a key point parents need to understand is that a food allergy is your body's immune system reacting, right? So think about when you have a cold, first the virus has to get in your body, and then you react to it, right? Mm -hmm. But so you're not born, if you will, reacting to a virus. And it's the same way. Babies react. They make the mistake and start reacting to peanuts if they're never fed them. But what happens is if you're feeding them peanuts, eggs, again, dairy, tree nuts, all these things from the beginning, most babies' immune systems learn, okay, these are safe foods my mom is feeding me. Stay cool.
0: And generally around four months, it's okay to introduce some sort of solid into your baby's
1: diet. It depends on the baby. So some babies are ready for solids at four months. Some six. Some six. But by six months, almost every child is ready for solid foods. So even
0: if you're breastfeeding, you can Mm -hmm. express into a bottle, put a little bit of the powder of, of peanuts. In there, and then what would the reaction you'd be looking for in your baby to see if there is an allergic reaction? Yeah,
1: it's a great question. Um, so, somebody actually studied this and they looked at what kinds of reactions happen in babies from six to 12 months. And the thing that every mom needs to know out there is that the most common reactions are hives, so they will break out in maybe like redness around their mouth mm-hmm. or they might throw up. But that reaction that mom is worried about, where the baby starts wheezing. And I'm not saying it could never happen. It's incredibly rare, though. So very, very few babies, even if they have a reaction, will do will have that kind of reaction. And the the coolest thing, though, is remember, babies don't haven't developed the allergy yet. So the whole idea is if you're feeding it to them at six months, almost nobody will have any kind of reaction because they haven't developed the allergy yet. The the development of the allergy happens closer to 10 months or somewhere between six and 10 months is what they've found. And that's again, that's the idea you're trying to. I don't want I don't want to call this and oversell this and say this is like a vaccine, but it's the same idea that you're trying to do something before the the sickness ever shows up. What is
0: the name of the product?
1: Little Mixins. Okay, And where can we find it? So right now on um, Amazon and on our website Mm -hmm. and um, there's, you know, probably by 2020 we'll be in retail.
0: Are you worried as a businesswoman? Mm -hmm. I mean, I I love the fact that you're you're a mom, you're a chemical engineer, a food scientist. You just took matters into your your own hands. And Mm -hmm. Fixed a potential issue for, for, for others, family and yeah. for others. But are, are you worried at all about lawsuits or a mom saying, you know what, I used your product and my son had to go to the emergency room?
1: You know, I think that's the single biggest question I get from investors. And so I was having a debate with someone about it yesterday. And here's, here's where I stand on that, right? Think about where we've gone in America today. We're so worried about something bad happening to one kid that we don't let anybody play outside anymore. No one's allowed to do you know anything because maybe one kid will fall or maybe something will happen. But now we're learning that there's this whole generation of kids that have insane amounts of anxiety and depression because they were never allowed to like be by themselves without They'll an adult. They play the dirt. It's okay. Yeah, you don't know? run in the street. Exactly. <laughs> and so, so if you do the math, mm-hmm. right, so there's about four million babies born each year in the United States. Mm-hmm. And just... I know that maybe uh, your statistics aren't for everyone, but if you kind of do the math, um, something like 100,000 kids every year or more will develop, 120,000 will develop a food allergy to peanuts only. Um, almost 10%, so 400,000 will develop some kind of food allergy. But let's just focus on peanuts. 100, 120,000 kids will develop peanut allergy. What the big clinical study showed is that 80% of those preventable. So by feeding all babies peanuts early, we can prevent 100,000 kids a year from developing a lifelong illness. Now, if you look at the same numbers again, the odds of a baby ending up, you know, from wheezing, ending up in the ER, not, they might hit hives or something else, but ending up in the ER from wheezing is something like 40 babies a year. So do we want to live in the kind of world where because we're scared, 40 kids are going to have, you know, we don't we want 100,000 kids to get sick. I'm Guy Benson. Join me weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and guests. Listen live on the Fox News app or get the free podcast at GuyBensonShow.com.
0: As moms, we are scared because I I remember Um, (laughs) giving my son, uh, what was it? I think it was his first his first scoop of peanut butter mm-hmm. and my husband being like you can go to the emergency room right away if something happens. Yep. And I was like, well what's really going to happen? But we're so scared yep. because of the warnings on the airplanes and the, yeah. you know, I was so excited to bake for my daughter's first birthday at school. I, I really wanted to bake. I was thinking of how I was going to decorate all these cupcakes. And the teacher was like, what are you talking about? She's like, go to ShopRite and buy the little pack of mini cupcakes that says school safe. Right. Unless you want to give me a list of all the ingredients that you use, mm-hmm. then I can edit all this out. And then I need another batch baked this way. I was like, OK, I'll go to ShopRite. Mm-hmm. But it, it's scary for a parent because we're always hearing about these allergies our kids might have. I Even understand. Even if you breastfed your babies, which is yep. supposed to be good for – Yep, allergies, not developing them.
1: Breastfeeding, and the like. having and a natural birth. And I
0: still haven't birth. given my kids one of my kids shellfish because my husband's allergic and I just don't want to deal with it.
1: I understand. And and I think but that that's that's really the challenge for all of us as parents, right? What is our job as parents? It's not to put our kids in a bubble and protect them forever from every last ba- bad thing that could happen. We're supposed to guide them. We're, we're supposed Exposed. to think about their long-term benefit, right? So, we're so scared about today Having a reaction, and that's that's on us, right, yeah. as mothers. But instead, we're willing to let our kid have a be sick for the rest of his mm-hmm. life just because I'm scared today. And I and I get it. I was terrified myself with my second son, terrified because I have a kid with food allergies. But I think that's our job as parents is to to own our job, you know, is to is to do the right thing for our children.
0: And because of that, and you want to help other parents, mm-hmm.
1: I was doing a little bit of reading, and
0: you're keeping your price points on Little Mixins. Relatively low, mm-hmm. because you just want this to be as accessible as possible. To huge, families out huge there. to me. Yep. Yeah. yeah. So give me just an example of how much some of these items cost.
1: And is anybody else doing what you're doing? Um so there are a couple other companies doing what we're doing. Um I would say on average the price points of theirs are about three to four times what mine is. Oh wow. So here for the um is that a peanut butter? Yeah, this is peanut, egg, and tree nut. Yep. How much is the peanut powder? Yeah, so if you bought all three of these together, it would cost you about eighty dollars, which sounds, you know, okay, so that might sound like a lot, but each of these jars they go a long way. Yeah, exactly. They each last you for four to five. Five months. So the idea is you buy this set one mm-hmm. time, you feed it to your baby with yogurt, which is a baby safe dairy, um, maybe with wheat cereal, with their baby foods, whatever. And when their babies are done with this, they're old enough to eat peanut butter. They're old enough to eat a scrambled egg. And so you can move on to other home cooked foods. And it
0: tastes like peanuts and it eggs tastes- and the taste is.
1: Yeah. I say this: the egg kind of tastes like a communion wafer, which is kind of funny because it's it's a baked egg with you know just um, yeah. a starch in it, so it's very. I'm going to think dry. of you
0: now every time <laughs> on Sunday when I get to eat bread <laughs> church. I'm That's think it's of funny. Um,
1: <laughs> uh, that one, yeah. But the tree nut tastes like trail mix, and the peanut tastes like a delicious peanut. They actually, I've I've had recently had some chefs try them, and they they've all said to me, "Yeah, I would feed this to my kid." Get
0: out. Yeah. So what's next for you?
1: Um you know, education is so huge, right? Because I agree with you. I think when when moms are so scared, but when we have the tools and the knowledge and and our other friends are doing the same thing, that's what gives us the support and the confidence, you know, to do the right thing for our children. And so my big game is making sure that every mom out there and dad is educated about what their kids need to do.
0: How bad are your older son's allergies? Like what what would happen if he was exposed to certain to certain foods.
1: <laughs> it's a funny question people ask all the time, and the true answer is I don't know because I'm not going to test it.
0: Okay, but okay. Well, right? that means it could be really bad because you had some experience. Yep. to make we you went. Think to, that. We've been to the
1: ER a few times. Let's say put it that way. We've definitely been to the ER when he's had peanut or when he had egg, when he had uh, accidentally. I accidentally, of course, fed him a walnut uh, or walnut that I didn't oh, know so was in a sandwich. Oh, so easy to
0: accidentally do. Here, six million kids have food allergies. Mm-hmm. That's two kids in every single classroom. Yeah. In the country.
1: Yeah, but then imagine if if we just fed them these foods early, you know. And and I like to tell dads because it's I think dads kind of latch onto it, it's like protein powder for my baby, you know. It's like oh, <laughs> um, developing their early. muscles exactly. underneath all those rolls. <laughs> um, but imagine if that number and that what we're saying is basically instead of six million, that number could be one million or less, right? Which just by doing this one thing, and that's huge. Like think about what a better world we'd live in if that many fewer kids were sick.
0: You're passionate. How do you get the medical community on board?
1: You know what's, what's great about this is that the medical community is on board. Seventy percent of doctors today, pediatricians, are already talking to parents, saying that they should be introducing these foods. That
0: is true. I will give you that because my doctor, same thing, expose as early as possible. Give there them peanut butter. Give them
1: because <laughs> they're not the yaddy, ones who have to do it, right? Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> um, and actually, next week I'll be at the American Academy of Pediatrics talking to um, pediatricians and. The truth is the reason I decided to make this into a real business is because Mm -hmm. I went to the American Academy last year Mm -hmm. and I talked to doctors. I talked to several hundred doctors about what we were trying to do and to a T, every single one of them said, Yes, you know, I've been wanting to tell my patients, but I didn't know how they were going to do it. And I didn't want them to do it incorrectly. If you grind a
0: peanut or something. It turns into
1: peanut butter, weirdly, right? Oh, you you okay. know, I think about it. If you put peanuts or nuts into a blender, uh-huh. you end up leaving chunks in it and it actually turns into a butter. On the,
0: on the ch- yeah. like a popcorn kernel. Exactly. Um, so, what was your job before, before Low Mixins?
1: I was the director of clinical affairs at another startup company in the vascular, um, in the vascular access space. We had a, a device to, so that uh, ch- children, people could get blood draws in the hospital painlessly. Are you still involved with that? I still help them out time to time, but, but no, I've left. Your, this is my full-time This time. is your
0: full-time job. Yeah. Um, and how how is that juggling mom life and startup life?
1: I am at the moment doing a bad job of it, if I'm honest oh, with you. Oh, aren't we all? <laughs> I, I need to be doing a better job of giving my kids dedicated time and turning everything off, turning my brain off is the hard part, right? Because Mm -hmm. you have so many things swirling around. Oh, this has to be done. That has to be done. And your kids, what they need from you is focused attention, you know, and they don't need, they don't even want 12 hours of it. They need one, two. And um, I'm going to make a better commitment to that, you know, now because I've slowly let this job bleed into 24 hours of my life and it Mm -hmm. can't be, you know, I need to, I think we all have to focus on our kids and our and our husbands and our you know our marriages and all of that that's in the only, end more important. There's only important. 24
0: hours in yep. a day. I know. I know. But which I, one are we going to I have to answer emails sometimes like yeah. throughout the day and I, yeah. my kids get mad at me when I pick yeah. up the phone. Same. And I feel like I'm not even that – I'm pretty good about not <laughs> picking up the phone all the time and they don't even let me have a phone call. That's a whole other thing. <laughs> I, I locked my daughter in the basement the other day because like I had a call I had to take and I she was myself like screaming. In the <laughs> I was like, no, I, this is like important. I'm like, stop, stop, stop. And she wasn't reading any of my body language. So I ran upstairs. I shut the door and I locked it because it's going to be like a two-minute phone call.
1: Right. And she's been screaming.
0: There. I can't believe I'm admitting this. She's screaming and she's banging the door. And then she told my husband, mommy, lock me in the basement. I was like, you wouldn't let me talk on the phone. That was my solution.
1: <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm wondering, I some I'm, they've noticed that if I really have to take a phone call, I might let them watch like an episode of Storybots or something. Yeah. So I'm kind of feeling... the sugar and the iPad Exactly. <laughs> right. I'm feeling like they're like kind of hoping now I have a call in right. the middle of playtime oh, so that... Oh, mom's I, got I,
0: a work call.
1: Yeah, I get to watch TV. But um, I think... Look, ten. My older son is really interesting. He's Tell five. Him. He's five, and he's a bit wise beyond his years. And you know, he says to me things like, which is really interesting. Um, I had to, you know, leave on a trip, and he said, "Mom," he said, "Mommy, why are you going away for four days?" And I said, "Well, you know, for work, and I have to do things." He's like, he said, "You're going away so that other babies won't have allergies like me." Perfect. And I said, "Yeah, baby, I'm really sorry, but that's that's what it is." And he said, "That's okay. I hope other kids don't get sick." That is
0: a beautiful story.
1: <laughs> it is. It's really, really, it's so mature of him to try and, you know, think about other people. Um, and then and elevate
0: hope. you. And, well, mommy's working yeah. for a reason.
1: Yes. He's a good guy. He's a good kid. We're lucky.
0: Well, and how, how old's the little one?
1: Uh, almost four.
0: Oh, it was very close very in close, age. Very close, Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: How did that go? You know, <laughs> I, I'm a believer in the one-two punch because you minimize the number of years in diapers and the years in naps. And my sister and I are about 18 months apart. My husband and his brother are 18 months apart, so it's kind of familiar to us. Okay, just the beginning is tough, I suppose. Yeah, but now they're so close, and they're such good friends, you know? Everybody says. And they play they play so well together, which is awesome. Um, I'm glad that, you know, we went through that bad year.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm... <laughs> that bad one year.
1: <laughs> the first year, when the year when... <laughs> the year we when... didn't sleep. Yep. The year nothing got done. Yeah, oh man, I... My husband and I talk about that all the time just how insane we were. Um and then once, you know, we finally got to sleep again. You know, you you kind of function <laughs> like a whole new person. Yeah.
0: Um have you thought about baby number 3?
1: No, baby number 3. We are two and through.
0: All right. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> they my, are a handful. Uh, yeah, no, so I hear you're outnumbered. Yeah, I've three men in the house.
1: What if I what oh, if you I had are a third? Yeah, and it was a boy. There's a fifty percent chance it's a boy. I'm not gonna let that that ratio. <laughs> yeah,
0: but you could go for the girl.
1: I know, but there's a fifty percent chance. chance you get the boy or <laughs>
0: twins, then you have four.
1: Right. I have a friend who um, you know, tried and then she ended up with triplet boys. Stop it. It's a it's a true story. And she is doing great and her family looks so happy and is awesome, but that's what I think of when people say I'm like, it could be twins, it could be triplets. <laughs> we'll leave it there. <laughs>
0: Listen ad-free with a Fox News Podcasts plus subscription on Apple Podcasts and Amazon Prime members can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music app or just hit the follow button on your favorite podcast player. <laughs> thank you for momming today with us. Yeah, thank you for having me. <laughs>